On today's There Will Be Crossbows, John sees things he can never unsee. James wins a Harrison Ford lookalike contest. And as for you, you didn't see nothing, so just move it along, eh? All this and more on There Will Be Crossbows, the world's first and only long-distance improvised podcast. And the beastly horde approached the castle gates as a ruinous multitude of malice, but the king was prepared. For the blue wizard had warned him. There will be danger, and there will be crossbows. Hello, and welcome to There Will Be Crossbows, the long-distance improvised podcast. My name is James. I am one of your two hosts, and today's episode theme is Witness. Yes, that's right. If you love watching other people commit crimes or are a huge fan of mid-80s Harrison Ford, you will love this episode. We certainly do. We probably love it a little bit too much, but don't worry about that. We're going to start off how we always do, by talking to each other on the internet. So let me get John connected here, and the fun will begin. Hey, John, you there? James, I am here. Um, wanted to uh, uh, ask you a question. That is why I am here. I picked up the mail for the first time in three or four weeks, and I got one of these jury duty summons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't do it. So, I mean, if I'm reading this right, they want me to actually like go into a courtroom and listen to somebody's trial that I wasn't involved in. Like best case scenario, you have to sit there and listen to somebody else's problems all day long. Blah, blah, blah. I got robbed. What's the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is it's a trick and they're trying to bring you there to put you in jail. Oh, I bet that's it. I've done some things, John. Yeah, that's probably what it is. They're probably going to try to get you. For one of those things that you've done like in a past life like years ago nobody even remembers whoa can they do that like a literal past life because i because i didn't can't control what i did in my actual past lives yes they can absolutely do that you just heard this week they normally don't admit it but the president just said this week when you're president your power and your authority are total so this is an escalation of the trump presidency is now Liberals can be brought to court and tried for crimes they didn't even commit in this lifetime. That is exactly what he was saying. Most people didn't catch that. They didn't read between the lines. You know, John, I got to be honest. I don't like him very much. That is a shocking amount of honesty coming from you. Um, I'm, I'm going to be dishonest and say, I love the guy. I'm the best at lying. I lie all the time. Why do you have to lie so much? What do you do that you're trying to cover up? Um, mostly it's just to my dog. I say, you're such a good dog. I love you so much. Oh, that's a lie. Your dog is terrible. Yeah. It's pretty hard to hurt a dog's feelings, too. He barely even understands English, so. And you have to really yell. And I, I don't yell. I would never yell. I think that's the key also to your success in the courtroom when they inevitably bring you up on trial. Is just whatever you say, say it with a happy tone. I murdered that guy. It was the best day of my life. Boom. You're off. 
no more being persecuted for that murder that your past self committed in 1794. You know, this whole thing has really kind of impressed me with my, uh, my actions in previous lives. It sounds like my life was actually way more exciting. Everything was way more exciting back in the, in the day. You didn't have TV to improve your life and distract you. You had to go outside if you wanted to do things. And what is there to do outside other than look at the flowers, murder some person? As far as I know, those are the only two options. And I know past life me definitely didn't look at the flowers. No, why would he? Once you've seen one flower, you've seen them all. To be fair, I think murdering people probably, you know, runs its course pretty quickly, too. Once you've murdered a few people, you've murdered them all, really. Yeah, I've, I haven't actually committed any murders, but I imagine that it would really not be that exciting. I also have never looked at any flowers, because also that doesn't appeal to me at all. I have a whole list of things that I've decided I'm not going to do because they just take too much effort and there's not really much payoff. Yoga's on that list as well. You know, I, I did actually take some yoga classes once. I went into this nice room and uh, the instructor instructed me to twist myself into a variety of painful and impossible to sustain poses that by the end of the thing had me crying. That sounds awful. It was basically torture, and I don't know why people do it. Well, I hope that person went to jail. Maybe that's the summons that you got. Maybe the summons you got is for my yoga teacher. Oh, my God. So I'm going to have to go be on the jury to try to put away this yoga teacher who abused you. If not my yoga teacher, then some other yoga teacher. All yoga teachers need to be imprisoned. That's one thing we can agree with Trump on. He said that specifically in one of these daily briefings. Yoga teachers are the worst. They all need to be put in prison. Prison is the best. Absolutely, we have the best prisons for yoga teachers. He said that. God is my witness. Yeah, he went off the rails. And for a second, I, I tuned into CNN. And I just saw him being like, no, no more shovels. How does a shovel even work? Which side are you supposed to dig with? I was just like, wow, this guy is not talking about the coronavirus. No, he, he really went off on those shovels. Did you see that part where he was just juggling? I don't think anybody was watching, but I just out of the corner of my eye was like, he was just juggling. That was crazy. I think it's just got to be tough to speak so long. You know, if you only have the public speaking skills of, well, frankly, your dog. No, my dog does actually very well in front of crowds. We got to be careful, though, because what if a Republican listens to this podcast and that they, they tell Trump about it? Oh, gosh. We might hurt his feelings. I would not feel good about myself if I made the president cry. I see what you did there. That was a lie, and boy, did it sound convincing for a second. Wow, you're a master of this. All right, everybody down on the ground. This plane is being low-jacked. Uh, some of us have to fly the plane. Uh, I, can, uh, I can get on the ground, but the plane will crash. Everybody on the ground, you can fly the plane, but you got to be low. You got to be low on the ground, touching the ground. This is a low jacking. Everybody, get low. I, I could reduce altitude of the plane if, uh, if, if you would like. That's right. I'm not changing course. I just want this plane to fly at 10,000 feet. All right. We will, we will start to run into certain radio towers. Uh, tall, very tall radio towers. Do I look like I care about the risks? Do what I say, or I'll use this spork on Shirley here. Don't do it! He's got a spark! Please leave Shirley alone. 
Shirley, uh, Shirley is the best employee we have. I can't be sparked again! I'm not screwing around here. Take it down. This scratch is going to turn into a tickling unless I see a sharp drop in altitude fast. He scratched me with the spark! Cool it. Cool it with the spark, please. All right, uh, here we go. Okay, the plane did not enjoy that, but we're, we're now cruising at 10,000 feet. Great. I got to be honest, I did not think about the end game here. Uh, it, it's quite all right. We, we, I could land. I could land the plane. I'll find a valley. We can land the plane in a valley. Yeah, that's what I want. Take the plane down to the nearest valley. Or surely he is going to get sporked again. For God's sake, you put the spark away! I love Shirley. You cannot harm her. You never told me you loved me before! Well, I, I'm sorry. That's, I've always wanted to keep our relationship professional. Uh, I have power over you as the co-pilot, and it's highly inappropriate. But in this situation, finally, I'm not the one. You, you, you guys want me to leave you alone? Actually, if you would just uh, take the wheel, I will take Shirley to the rear compartment, and we can have a heart-to-heart. All right. I would like that! Here, you, you take the wheel. Uh, all right, I guess I'll... Okay. Uh, good, goodbye, goodbye. Huh. Can't be too hard to fly. Some blinking buttons. This one looks good. Beep, 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 beep. Uh-oh, that, that was not the right one. It's time for my weekly Amazon product review. This week, James has sent me a Barska Anchormaster Skyscope with a mahogany floor tripod. This is a beautiful golden telescope, and I could not wait to put it to good use, especially since I recently fell down my stairs and sustained an injury, so I'm temporarily confined to one floor of my house. I spent a couple days looking at the moon and the stars with this telescope and found very quickly that I was bored to tears. As it turns out, the stars and the moon do not change very much from day to day. Much more interesting to me, the people that live in the apartment building across from my apartment building. I don't know why no one has ever thought of this before, but these telescopes can be used to spy on your neighbors. So right now, I'm actually going from window to window and just seeing what's going on. I have learned so much about the human condition as I, hold on, oh my God. Oh my God, the jewelry salesman has killed his wife. I've got to tell someone. Clarence, come in here. Clarence, you have to go over there. You have to go over there and find evidence that he's killed his wife, Clarence. Oh! I give this telescope four stars. Today's episode of There Will Be Crossbows is brought to you by the brand new Uh-oh, shouldn't have seen that. As the mother of teenage boys, I am so tired of walking in on them when they're, you know, fiddling their diddlies. No matter what they say they're doing, playing Fortnite, going to soccer practice, it's all a lie. They're just masturbating. And I, for one, am tired of walking in on that six or seven times every day. So that's where uh uh-oh, shouldn't have seen that comes in. It's a plastic snap for your glasses that lets you only view everybody from the waist up. And boy, I can tell you, it has saved us some needless embarrassment in this household. Isn't that right, Richard? Man, what the hell? Knock first. Jesus Christ. Just knock on the door. God. Out of sight, out of mind. Thanks, uh uh-oh. Shouldn't have seen that. Uh, I would like to sing you a song, if you would let me sing you a song. I've dreamed of this day.
I've seen you singing from afar and uh, never in my wildest dreams did I think that you would sing a song for me. Well, don't get too excited until you've heard the song. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play. I have never heard you sing a song that I have disliked. I just don't want to build up hype because this is sort of a work in progress. And although I have written it for you, I have not yet polished it for you. You are Nat King Cole. You cannot do anything wrong. You have the pipes of a god. A golden voice. All right, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Ahem. Oh, Nat King Cole is a raunchy old bitch. Raunchy old bitch forever. That's the first verse, and then it goes into some stuff about, uh, well, uh, it gets a little sexual. I loved it. You've touched my heart. Really? You like that one? I've never heard anything so sexy in my whole life. Well, I was unsure, but I guess uh, we'll put it on the album. I would really like to hear the second verse. So, um, um, got to do the first one over again, just kind of work back into it. Okay, so... <clears throat> Nat King Cole is a raunchy old bitch, raunchy old bitch forever. Nat King Cole wants to be a witch, witch on a broomstick, fly away. The writing just touches me in a place that no person has ever touched before. That's really good. That's really poetic. I'm going to work that into the song. It sounds like those words came from God's mouth itself. I saw a dog eating tacos It was a pug selling keys and giving info On how to find the Arquillian galaxy He sang some Gloria Gaynor And cancelled the appointment with his trainer Said I don't want anybody telling me where I can pee I met some other co-workers they're high on coffee and laugh like berserkers. Say our names are Nebel, Giebel, Sleebel, Mannix. They're glad to meet me. I changed my mind about this whole thing. I'm in completely over my head. Flash me with your red light. I'll go back to my life. I don't want to remember J or K or Z or V. I saw a farmer shambling Tripping over his feet and loudly rambling About the sugar he needs He had roaches in his boot Turns out he was wearing an Edgar suit Don't wanna fight it I just want to flee I don't like suits or dark glasses I don't want to knock aliens on their asses I wish I'd never shot little Tiffany I changed my mind about this whole thing I'm in completely over my head Flash me with your red light I'll go back to my life I don't want to remember J or K or Z or V Sorry, Will, but you're stuck now. 
Turns out MIB was kind of a cash cow. We made 600 million, so we can't let you walk away. I know shooting this sucked. Acting with the green screen is totally fucked. But critics ate it up, and kids are buying action figures at the Toys R Us. The year's 97. Your face on a poster is box office heaven. We gotta capitalize on the popularity of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What's this? It's your contract. You agreed to the terms. No take-backs. You owe us two more phoned-in sequels before you are released. So get back in the suit. We've gotta get rolling for Men in Black 2. We'll make up some bullshit plot and make this a trilogy. Look, Will, I'm not the bad guy. Just a couple more flicks and you can fly. In 20 years, you can make all the prestige films that your heart desires. I saw that script on your desk. Collateral beauty, I'm impressed. Someday we'll let you make that one and completely redeem your career. Yep, no, I heard you the first time. Yeah, I know. All right, Will, Will, you got to get out of here. Look, I got a lot of stuff to wrap up, so, uh, all right, I'll see you later. Good talk. All rise. Crossbow Court Part 2 is now in session. The Honorable John M. Robison presiding. We would like to call to the stand... Elmer Boogadoo. Mr. Boogadoo, please take the stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Oh, yes, absolutely. Sure thing, you got it. No problem. Thank you, you may be seated. Mr. Boogadoo, can you please, in your own words, describe to us exactly how Mrs. Elscroll ended up pushed down the escalator at the mall? Well, that's the funny thing. Everybody says she was pushed. But I was a witness, and I do not think she was pushed. I think she fell because somebody laid hands on her in a forceful manner. Now, if that's pushing, all right. She was pushed. And where were you during all of this? Where was I? I was trying to stop the whole thing. You see, I had foreseen somebody would be pushing her down the escalator, because I'm a psychic and I can tell these things. So I ran up, laid hands on her, and shoved her as hard as I could in one direction in particular to get her out of the way of a person who I believed would at that point step forward and attempt to throw her down the escalator. My mistake was, the direction I shoved her happened to be also towards the escalator, which she promptly fell down and died. Can you please explain why there were bird feathers found at the scene of the crime? Can I explain? Absolutely. Will I explain? No, I don't think so. We have witnesses who put you at the top of the escalator eating a Cinnabon. Well, if eating a Cinnabon is a crime, then book me. And if eating a Cinnabon while accidentally murdering somebody is a crime, then book me for that too. You always hated her, didn't you? That is completely irrelevant. But yes, I hated her guts. Wanted her dead from the moment I met her. Why do you ask? You realize you're going away for a long time, right? I admit I may have painted myself into a corner this time. All I ask is for the judge to take mercy. Maybe we could call this one manslaughter, huh? Any final words before we throw the book at you? Well, yes, I suppose I should say just a few words. Prestigious. Doldrums. Innocuous. All right, well, that's all I've got. 
This witness is dismissed. Final point of order in today's meeting is uh, we are going to need everyone to cut off their own genitals. Before the genitals, uh, one quick question. I have a little goat. I would like to sacrifice uh, this goat. Yeah, we, we're fine with goat sacrifice. That's fine. Yes, absolutely. Great. Uh, should I sacrifice the goat before or after I uh, cut off my genitals? I'm going to go with before. We have found that after the genital removal, people's motivation to do things just plummets. Well, I, I can't imagine why. Well, mostly it's because they're super sad and in a lot of pain. And also, uh, removing the genitals, uh, it does things to a person's psyche. I'm actually starting to become less convinced that it's a good idea to uh, remove our genitals. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, I'm also kind of not into this. Uh, I liked the cult before, but like the mutilation is going a little far for me. Oh, see, I, I always do this. I explain why we remove the genitals when I should not explain why. Uh, it re- it removes people's willingness to fight back and makes them compliant. And uh, generally, they then give us all of their money and uh, do whatever we want them to do. I always tell them that, though. That's, ah, I, I got to stop that. Yeah, ain't nobody going to remove my willingness. No one touching my willy. Willingness. He said willingness. No one touching my willy. Uh, that's not even... Whatever. Look, I want to raise a vote of no confidence in the cult leader. Anybody with me? Hell yeah, I'm with you. No one touching my willy. Yes, I also, uh, I, I will second that. Look, um, let's, let's table this whole no confidence vote until after the genital removals. Uh, no, because I think looking around the room, it seems like most of the concerns are with the genital removals. So I think we need to hold, we need to hold the vote of no confidence right now. Uh, all in favor of removing the cult leader? Aye. Aye. I, I, nay, I. Yeah, it looks like you're out. Oh, awkward. Okay, well, uh, I'll just go back to my job as uh, CEO of Vaxo Smith Klein. This episode of There Will Be Crossbows is brought to you by Crime Box. Nothing is more thrilling than crime. That's why crime podcasts are the number one pastime in all of America. But until now, you just had to listen about crimes other people did. But now there's Crime Box. For just a monthly subscription fee of $35.99, you send several small samples of your own DNA to our laboratory, and we send every month to you evidence of a new crime that you personally will be charged with. What have you been framed with this month? Petty larceny, jaywalking, armed robbery, embezzlement, counterfeiting, straight-up murder. Every month is a brand new crime, and you and your friends get together and figure it out. Hey, the new crime box has arrived. Let's get together and figure out what crime we've committed. Oh, there's a human foot in this box. Oh, snap! Crime box. Sold only on the internet. Where things are sold. Hey guys, it's James here with an Amazon product review for you. This week, John sent me the Cafe Press Witness Protection Program t-shirt, cotton t-shirt. Yes, it is so much a t-shirt, they had to list that twice in the title. It is a 
blank t-shirt that has the text Witness Protection Program across the chest of the t-shirt. I do just have to nitpick here on the product description a little bit. It says, and I read verbatim, Treat yourself or make this t-shirt the perfect gift for Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Christmas. I just got to say, guys, if you buy this for any of those holidays, you're really shitty at giving gifts because this is just terrible. To the shirt itself, I got the shirt very quickly and I wore it to work to see if anybody would kind of giggle. Ha, witness protection program. He's probably not really in the witness protection program or he wouldn't have that on a shirt, they would think. So when I was walking up to the door of work, I did get hit on the back of the head and I blacked out. Um, I woke up several hours in an abandoned warehouse uh, tied up to a chair with a hood over my head. It was removed by a few, uh, I don't want to say henchmen, goons maybe. Anyway, three beefy Russian guys. One of the goons, I think his name was uh, Vadislav, started badgering me. He's like, oh, what do you know? He said it with a Russian accent. I'm not going to try to do his accent. He's like, what do you know? Who have you been working with? We finally found you, Shane. And I was just like, Shane, that's not my name. And then he hit me with the butt of his gun. He did that a few times. After a few hours of what I would describe as light to medium torture, I was able to escape from the warehouse while the goons were on a coffee break. I found my way to a police station and promptly asked them if I could enter the actual witness protection program. But they did not take me seriously because I was wearing this stupid t-shirt. All things considered... I do think it's cool that the shirt got noticed by people. I did get some positive feedback, not necessarily what I was looking for, but definitely people paid attention to me. So I would probably give this three and a half stars. Uh, so I am starting a, uh, I, I'm going to say super group of uh, vigilantes. Uh, and I wanted to invite you to be in the super group. Of course you did. Everyone comes to me when they need something done. That's why they call me the doer. I think you're going to fit in superbly with the team we've already assembled. We've got the maker, the shaker, the breaker, and the vacuumer. I think we're going to kick him out. That brings us to the end of today's show, and you have just witnessed another episode of There'll Be Crossbows. <laughs> See what I did there? I used the, uh, the theme to kind of tie things up. It's pretty cool. Thanks a lot for listening to us today. And if you want to be part of There Will Be Crossbows, maybe, you know, join us for one of our segments on a future episode. Just drop us a line. We'll make that happen. You can reach us on Facebook or at therewillbecrossbows at gmail.com. Take care and have a good week. 